Hello and welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Cartoonist Kayfabe is brought to you by the comics that we make. Ed Piscor's Red Room Trigger Warnings and Red Room The Antisocial Network are available now. These collect four horror stories each. They can be read in any order. They are, sh are self-contained short stories. So whichever one you see first is the perfect place to try out Red Room. Pick it up as soon as you see it. Street Angel, Deadly Squirrel Alive, back in print from Image Comics, eight complete stories, perfect for the action or superhero comics fan in your life. And Hulk, Grand Design, Monster Madness, the comic books are in shops now, and the collected Treasury Edition will be in stores in early 2023. Highly recommend that you pre-order that one. So we are going to look at Guy Davis's Sketch Macabre Volume 1 today. I believe I picked these up from Guy Davis at Space one year, and I believe it was around 2010, because I think that's the debut of Rambo 3.5 at that show. I, I remember that one. It was sitting next to Paul Hornschmeyer. And, yep. and, and, and whenever, uh, well, we would get hold of comics that we weren't going to bring back home, and we just put in Paul Hornschmeyer's box. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> yes. That was, one of, uh, that was a fun show, because I did a panel with Guy Davis, so it was awesome. He's super cool, fun to talk comics with him a little bit. But I sold one copy of Rambo 3.5 on day one. It was a two-day show. Sold the rest of them the next day. Like, I think it just went around the hotel that night when people were looking at their comics. But uh, Guy Davis had made these sketchbooks. And you can see, I, I assume he made them himself, maybe a local print shop. You know, King, may have Kinko's done them. would do this exact binding. Yes, exactly. So this was popular. You know, a lot of cartoonists were making these kinds of um, sketchbook stuff. And Guy Davis, man, his sketches... I look at them all day. This was very fun pulling out this week and, and revisiting them. Heck of a drawer, man. When, one of the guys that, to me, established that Detroit Motor City Outlaw Comics caliber press vibe. Absolutely. Knew him from Baker Street was the first thing. And, of course, BPRD, probably the thing that he's uh, best known for in comics these days. That's a cool sign and numbered, you know, 500 of these. Designed the monsters in Pacific Rim. Yeah. I, I, I don't... I, I, he's lost... Like, I don't think we'll ever get him back in comics. No, I think... Yeah, Guillermo del Toro is not letting him leave. <laughs> and why not? Like, what a master. So we'll just go through and kind of... Uh, you, you see know. it here, like just super cool designs and shit. This Nevermen series I have, it was from Dark Horse. Um, actually came across that today. I was looking for something else and saw it. You know, that's the nice thing. Like, there are several books that he's done. So it's a shame if he doesn't come back and make more comics, but at least we have the comics he made. Absolutely, man. One quarter of, uh, or maybe one third of Barbed Wire Halo Studios with James O'Barr and Vince Locke. I love this for, like, your kind of metal cyborg arm. Yeah, very steampunk. Totally steampunk and monstrous, you know, grotesque. Such a fun character face. Some of the stuff like these, I believe, are actual covers from the series. So you get the combination of uh, some some sketchbook stuff, some more refined illustrations. It's one of those things, man. Where like I don't even know what why writers even go to comic conventions because like how do you make uh, how do you make it worth your while? I guess do you get per diem or, or some sort of upfront front loot or something. But for cartoonists, like first off, doing what we do by just like having a bunch of copies of our stuff, that is kind of weird. Like like you wouldn't see. Howard Chaikin with like tons of copies of his books or anything like that. So this was an opportunity yep. for those guys to just, you know, make, make 10 bucks a, a pop or something. This was another one of his characters, a creator own character, the Marquis. And I love this description. When the souls of hell escaped, the people prayed for a savior. What came was the devil. Good stuff. The other thing that I always think of with him, oh man, look at this for a cover where you just have all these little figures are making up the light part. 
I always think of him as being like this line art, right? Like sure. if you look at Baker Street, a lot of hatching, a lot of pen work, beautiful stuff. But as he evolves into like a master comic book artist and illustrator, he starts to add the black spot spotting. Yeah. Which, you know, I'm sure working with next to Mike Mignola is gonna gonna have some influence in that regard. Oh dude, this speaks to yeah, me, look at man. This. Dick Tracy villains. Little Face Finney, Influence, Mumbles, and Flat Top. Pretty cool, right? Fucking amazing, man. But as this sketchbook unfolds, I think what you start to see is that uh, that Alex Toth, that black and white, you know, kind of influencing how he spots blacks. Yeah, these Dick Tracy character designs are real fun. And I think about, uh, I think it was IDW that had that Dick Tracy license. Yeah. Back up a money truck to Guy Davis and have him do some Dick Tracy comics. They right? don't spend nothing, man. Nah, they don't spend not. shit. That's the visionary part, you know. That's how you get a, uh, a Dark Knight Returns from a Frank Miller. You take a chance and you, you go find a talent that might do something interesting. Yeah. So you see a lot of the uh, the BPRD stuff too, as well as we go through here. Yeah, yeah, and and, and there's a, some hamstringing going on because like there's some pressure to to add Manila marks and and proportions like we saw how guy davis draws it but these are you know mignola shoulders they are but it is still uh unmistakably guy davis like like this kind of thing mike mignola is never going to do that piece yeah i also think um he's different enough that he really made those characters his own sure. which seems impossible against a stylist like a mignola the bprd was great i used to look at original art pages of that online and it would just be like those dudes in their break room getting coffee and it would be these fantastic characters but doing mundane things i always loved this character too such a fun yeah i don't know bprd at all yeah it's a good collection but it really i think is successful based on guy davis you know he had such a long run with that look at that for a monster design yeah yes yeah, steeped in lovecraft for sure yes you soggy these must be commissions too you know so you're seeing kind of like sketchbooks commissions covers and this stuff whenever you read his bio in the back did a bunch of this this was for humanoids so it was like this european zombie story i think it do you remember there was an english metal orlant an american yeah, metal orlant yeah. i think that's where that came from oh man marker drawings he says he'd do these sometimes as warm-ups like to start the day off but this is where I think you start to see that Toth composition stuff coming alive because it really is like black, white, gray. Yeah. You know, very simple planes that you have to work with. And it's fun to see his own characters, but also to see him doing, you know, whatever the character is that either he's commissioned for or feels like, you know, drawing that day. I see something very cool coming up. See this arm? Fantastic. Yeah. Let's just throw off the proportion a little bit and you get this grotesquery. It looks like it works too, which is yeah. the fucked up thing. Yeah. The, like the little really well fingers. Yeah. Very good fingers. You know, death, obviously a popular uh, commission choice. And dude, that art style, like that's nearly his Baker Street. I was going to say. Kind of energy. Death through the Baker Street filter. Pretty good fit. This is what I was talking about. Look at that lone wolf and cub, baby. How about that? That's that's sick as fuck. So much great line work in there, too. It's, you know, it's fun when, when dudes uh, commission people to just do oddball shit that they've never done. You know what I mean? I always wanted to see what Tom's uh, Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers would look like. That'd be good. The uh, CMM Mystery Theater was another one that he had a long run Long run, run yeah. And, and going to Vertigo, I think that was his series that he did right after Baker Street. Yeah. So, you know, 
depending on where you you come up, I think a lot of fans probably see him for the first time on that Sandman mystery theater. This is something that I think um, artists figure this out, how to do like textures. So from a composition standpoint, you're just getting the value. You know, that's what's really good. But you got to fill that with something. Right. And like the skeletons, the bones, the fish patterns. I don't know. I don't know how you learn that. Baker Street Commission. I love this too. The very slap dash building land, you know, the building cityscape. Which again, I'm going to put my finger over his face and say, please, a, a Dick Tracy run. All right. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. Totally. And somewhere around here, Guillermo del Toro starts drooling. <laughs> hey, guy, come on out and spend some time. Ooh, that Darwin Cook Catwoman. Yeah, that's a sweet one. So simple, too, you know? Like, you can see it's a sketch more than anything, but he's very good with composition. And this thing, again, I cannot get enough of this, like, whole <laughs> hand design. The big eye helps. Here's some of your commissions. Some, some Judge Dredd. Could see a run on that. Wouldn't you buy Judge Dread by Guy Davis? That's a good Judge Death right there, man. <laughs> Phantom. Phantom. A lot of Mike Mignola on, on display on that Phantom piece, I think. Yeah. I was looking at this and thought that gun ought to be black. Since if, if it was since, Mignola. Since it's a light torso behind it. Yeah. It's pretty interesting whenever you think about the series that he's done and how different they all are. Because he's got comedy series. He has, like, Punk with Baker Street. Yeah, there's the monsters. There's the Realm, which is, like, a D&D &D campaign. Yeah, this is that bio, and, like, you see the list of stuff that he's done. Oh, yeah, Fantastic Four Unstable Molecules is one that I think at some point we'll probably look at on here. Um, but he does the finished art on that over uh, James Sturm layouts, I believe. Interesting. So. I think Batman Nevermore... There's some Batman thing that uh, I think it's Guy Davis and Troy Nixie uh, have their hand in. That seems like a like an interesting pair up. Yeah. A good tag team. So these are pretty much the same kind of, you know, model. I think he put these all together probably about the same time, maybe within a couple of years of each other. Yeah. But I figured it was just something to kind of pull out. We haven't looked at I don't think we've looked at Guy Davis in an ISO video yet. So it's a chance to survey some of what he does. And he's just he's another one of these guys that's just a drawer. Yeah. I find so much inspiration from that. Absolutely, man. And uh, fuck it, dude. Like some other time, let's take a look at some of these other sketchbooks. Absolutely. Some of the series that he draws, any of that stuff I'd be up for because uh, I think he's a, uh, there's a lot to learn from this guy. Very inspiring, man. Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. Jimmy, tell the people what's out there. Hulk Grand Design Monster Madness is in comic shops now as comic books. The oversized treasury edition with the fluorescent green cover will be in stores in early 2023. Pre-order that one if you want to make sure you get a copy for your shelf. Street Angel Deadly Squirrel Live, back in print from Image after almost a year. Perfect for this upcoming Christmas season for anybody in your life, including yourself. And join me on Patreon.com slash JimRug where you can download a lot more of my art, including a collection of all of my freelance covers. Red Room, the anti-social network, Red Room trigger warnings, murder on the dark web for fun and profit is the name of the game in the Red Room universe. Each of these comics completely uh, self-contained, four stories in each, more than 70 pages of additional material in each book. And I'm serializing new Red Room comics uh, and more at my link tree in the description below this video. You can get to the Patreon, three bucks for the archive. More than 300 pages worth of stuff up there as we speak. Less than a penny a page. Jimmy, what else do we have out there? 
Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also pick up Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts, merchandise, mugs, fanny packs, and a whole lot more at our spread shop, also in the link below this video. Another great way to support the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel, given those marching orders, Jim, will be on our way. Make more comics.